Welcome to episode two of my podcast. I'm Manjit Kaurupray and I'm a narcissistic abuse recovery therapist. Today I'm sharing a personal story about me and my experience of stalking. Trigger warning, this will talk about harassment and stalking. If this is triggering for you, you might want to skip this episode. If you're being stalked, please work with the police and seek support from friends and family. Let's get started with this story. Hardy connected with me online one weekend and we hit it off fast. This is when I used online dating many years ago. I'm not saying internet dating is necessarily bad, but it just hasn't worked for me. I have some wonderful friends that have either married or are about to marry their soulmate and they met online. Hardeep looked handsome in his profile picture and after exchanging a few messages, he gave me his phone number. I left it for a few days until I texted him. And then we started chatting most days and this turned to speaking for hours and hours on end in the evenings and most of the day. We got on like a house on fire. I was beginning to get excited and thought that if we get on like this over the phone, what it would be like in person. I don't know whose suggestion it was, but we agreed to meet on Valentine's Day. In hindsight, this was the worst idea and I didn't realise it would lead up to the series of events that took place. I offered to travel to him as I wanted to get away from my hometown. I picked up a Valentine's Day cookie for Hardeep on the way and this made things even worse on what was about to happen. I don't know what I was thinking back then, but who says you can't learn from mistakes? I think I'm a little more wiser now. Hardy picked me up from the train station. He looked quite handsome, but maybe not quite as handsome as he looked on his online picture. I was willing to give the day to try, seen as we got on so well over the phone. As we walked through the town centre, I found that he didn't engage in much conversation, like how we usually did over the phone. There was something about him that I didn't quite seem right, but at this stage I couldn't put my finger on it. There was only so much conversation I could try and get him to engage in, but nothing seemed to make him want to ask me anything. I put it down to him being shy, and perhaps he needed to loosen up and break the ice. He seemed completely different to how he was on the phone than in person. I gave him the Valentine's Day cookie and he thanked me for it. As we walked through the town centre, Hardeep suggested we go for some food as it was coming up to lunchtime. I was expecting a nice restaurant but we approached a fish and chip takeaway to which Hardeep said we would take it away and eat it at his house. I must say I have never been taken on a date to a fish and chip shop. As we waited in the queue, I didn't know how to react. I ordered a fish cake and small chips. How classy for a first date. Don't get me wrong, fish and chips are one of my favourite foods, but this seems strange to me and a lack of effort. We went back to his home and we sat silently on his sofa. He made little conversation and eye contact and I was running out of things to talk about. In hindsight, I should never have gone back to his house as I didn't know him 
This was the first time we were meeting. Anything could have happened. If you are on a first date, meet in a public place and do not do what I did. Make sure you tell someone who you are meeting and where. Maybe even share a picture of the person with someone close to you. Always follow online dating safety. I ended up getting bored as he didn't engage in much conversation. So I cut the date short and said I have to be somewhere. He walked me back to the train station and went off on his way. My head was all over the place with how to tell him I didn't want to see him again. I felt anxious. I didn't know how to do it as I sat thinking on the train. Then I thought maybe he didn't feel the connection either because of his silences. So I thought it would all work out. I hadn't been the one to end things with someone before. It was always the other way around. I approached home. I knew that at some point I would have to tell him I didn't feel that things could progress any further. I thought that he would never contact me again and it was just a bad date. I just wished that it would all go away and that he would never call me again. But as the evening struck, I saw Hardeep's name appear on my phone. He was calling me. At first I ignored it, but the guilty conscience in me took over and I called him back. He said that he has told his mum and sister all about me and that he really likes me. I was shocked as on the date, it felt like there was not a connection. He was back to his talkative self and wouldn't stop talking on the phone. I felt sick in my stomach. As he carried on talking, I finally got in there and told him that he was really nice and I felt that things couldn't progress anymore because I didn't feel a connection. I wished him all the best and that he finds the woman of his dreams. As far as I was concerned, it was done and dusted and I would never hear from him again. But was I wrong? I woke up in the morning and checked the time on my phone. I saw Hardeep's name pop up. I had 20 missed calls from him. Back then you couldn't block people from your phone like how you can now. Phones were pretty basic back then. I rang him back and he said he is upset because I didn't want to see him again. I explained calmly that I didn't feel the same about him and that I was sorry I hurt his feelings. This was going quite badly and he couldn't take no for an answer. Over the next few weeks, I was bombarded with texts and phone calls. I started to ignore some of them. For the next few months, Hardy kept on ringing me and then the dreaded day came and he started ringing me on my house phone. He sounded drunk most of the time and he slurred on his words. This was a side I had not seen to him the first time we chatted. I did not know he was possessive and would cling on to me. I realised I had phoned him once from my house phone and he had saved my number. These were the days when you would not get unlimited minutes on a phone. Sometimes he would ring at the early hours of the morning and my mother would answer the call, waking everyone up. One night my mother asked who it is and Hardeep said drunkenly, I'm Manchit's boyfriend. How disgusting that he could think that. 
We had only met once and nothing had happened between us. My mother just laughed it off and really wished that it had been the boyfriend so that she could marry me off. I was becoming anxious and scared and it had a massive knock on my confidence. I just wanted him to go away. I was becoming more and more angry and just couldn't think of how to make the phone call stop. One day I was at work and I saw Hardeep hovering around the train station. He knew I worked near there. I quickly did a U-turn and went the other way. Enough was enough now. This had gone too far. I finally made a phone call to the police. It was so embarrassing as now my family knew what was going on. I felt shame that I had allowed myself to be in a situation like this. I had no other choice but to call the police as this was escalating further and further. As I told the police the story of how we met and our date, I thought it sounded ridiculous. But years on, I have accepted that Hardeep was in the wrong. I was assigned a female police officer and the lady on the other end of the phone was very sympathetic and understanding. The female police officer reassured me she would support me through this. She called me and arranged to come to my home to take a statement. It was a public holiday when the police came and I had my whole family at home, as well as visitors, which made things worse. It was bad enough having the police around, let alone everyone watching. I was deeply embarrassed at the time, but I now realised it was not me. I told the police I had met Hardeep on a dating site and that we had met the once and he had become obsessed. She didn't seem shocked. She had probably seen so many people go through this where internet dating had turned into a disaster. I was grateful about the fact that I had told Hardeep I would not pursue things any further when I arrived home because who knows what could have happened if I told him in person. I had to answer a lot of intense questions asked by the police. After the police had taken a statement, I had a phone call a few days later and the police officer told me she had contacted Hardeep to ask him to leave me alone. She said he had listened but then had become aggressive on the phone with her and slammed the phone down. I didn't hear from him again. I did get a few texts from anonymous numbers pretending to be someone else but soon after, they also stopped. I gather it was Hardeep trying to call me. I discovered he had a string of issues at a divorce that I didn't know of. He also had alcohol-related problems. There was nothing wrong with the divorce, but he had stated he has never been married on his dating profile. If you're being stalked or harassed, seek support from your friends and family, and most importantly, the police who have the power to put a stop to this. I know that not all stalking stops. I was just lucky. Please I can share. If you have a story to tell, email me via my website. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it.